For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Baby, hello and welcome to my favorite podcast that we do all year. It's the big one. This is the big one. This is the big one. We talk about our top 10 albums. And of course, the man is here. Let's welcome him in. A little round of applause. Mr. Mike Howell. Hey everybody, how's it going? Shane, specifically you. How are you going? Dude, I'm good, man. I'm really good. Nice. Um, it feels good to be back. And I apologize to the viewers on Twitch for my uh, shitty setup and bad camera. I, I, my webcam <laughs> just, it just didn't work today. So hey, um, it all is good. LB. All good. Yes. But we're uh, we're doing it, man. We are. Uh, how, how are you? How are you feeling about about things? Uh, I'm feeling great. I got my list together and wrapped up and finished yesterday. So I spent all day today listening to past albums of the year, you know, like a little sleep token, some era in mm-hmm. there. So mm-hmm. we came as Romans, uh, enter Shikari, you know, all the greats. Yeah. And, yep. you know, I'm just absolutely hyped to be here as always. This is kind of what we work towards for, through the year. Uh, so I'm just stoked, man. What so about you? Question for you before we get started. Yeah. 
Now, I'm sure you just remember your number ones mm-hmm. um, of the last few years. Yeah. But you probably don't remember exactly your top tens. Do you? Uh, no, but I have my sheet right here so I can look at them. So when you look back at like, let's say, let's just say last year's list, for example, yeah. right? And it's been a long year for me, at least. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. I look back at the 10 records from a year ago and I'm like kind of surprised a little bit of some of the order. Yeah. Like it's amazing what time will do to a list, which is mm-hmm. like why inherently what we're doing is flawed. Like this is opinions and no yep. matter how much preparation you do, it's never going to be perfect, but you know, it's, it's fun to try. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I know last year, an album that kind of came out later in the year and really grew on me. And I spent a lot of time with it this year is uh slow bloom by the home team. That record's just absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And it is stuck with me longer than some of my top 10 from last year. Yeah. And I've gone back to it more and I'm like, man, did I really kind of short that record? And I think I did a little bit, but well, that happens. It's in the moment, right? Yeah. And I mean, I, my number one last year was the between the Baird and me mm-hmm. colors Two album phenomenal yep. record. How much have I literally listened to it this year? Yeah. I've listened to turnstile way more mm-hmm. and turnstile, I believe was my number five and not even on your top 10, as I recall. Yep. So it's crazy, um, you know, right like outside. some of these, some of these things, you know, um, how it works. And obviously like for all the people listening and hello, everyone watching on Twitch, there's, I want to shout everybody out. I don't know if we have time, but I'm the arsonist. Hello, Heather Void. Hello, wifey shark, ninja shark, rocker, mommy, Sonia, Misty Lake. We got all the regulars. All the back regulars. In the, they're just back. We're back, baby. It feels. It's like we never left. It is great. Taylor V's here. Yep. Tanya, all the way from Germany. It must be late in Germany. So late. Thanks for thanks for staying up with us. It's really, really fantastic. Yep. But no, I mean, you know, for people that don't know, we, we listen to... Um, how many records did you say you listen to this year, Mike? Yeah, so on my like master sheet that keeps track of everything, uh, I had 857 records. Um, we hit over 1,000 once you put the EPs and stuff in. Wow. Uh, but we listened to an absolute shit ton of music, to put it bluntly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's And it's very difficult to choose these. Mm-hmm. So people are going to get all worked up. Yep. And they're going to freak out. Um, but the, the fact is, we listened to more music than you did this year. So give us a little <laughs> bit of credit. I mean, it, it's one of those things, right? Everybody gets worked up over albums of the year and... You know, I've, I used to as well. I try not to as much anymore because I've kind of realized (laughs) that music is this wonderful, all encompassing thing. That's really like part of our human experience. And with that, like everybody's had different things go on in their life. They've had different like events and things like that. Everybody relates to music differently. So an album that's going to like really hit home for you might not hit home for me. And that's the beautiful thing about it is we all have amazing lists, amazing artists we support and think did amazing work this year. And I love seeing everybody's list because it's just so different from me. And I'm like, wow, you actually really connected with that record. That's super cool. Um, right. So just remember like this is our list and it might not match up yours, but that's okay. That's what it is. Let's have a nice discussion about it. No, no flaming my DMS, please. no, Already, I'm already seeing if the interrupters don't make top five, I'm going, I'm going riot. Going Not riot. I'm going to riot. He's going riot. Smile going on your riot. stream is going riot. Uh, I saw uh, interrupters was a good record. It was. It was a good one. I saw a quick question. How many of those records made it into my vinyl collection? 
Um, I added, I think, 650, 700 or so records this year. So, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Taking um, a second mortgage for your records, dude. Wow. Nah, it's my passion. <laughs> and it's what I do, right? It's um, amazing. Yeah, but, I hope you have enough space. Uh, I need to get more space very soon. <laughs> um, but no, like, I typically just like supporting artists that I care about. So I pre order a yeah. lot of records and yeah. it's just a fun time. All right. Incredible. Well, without further ado, I know this is going to be a long episode. Are we ready to get into this? I am. All right. Let's just go for it. So um, let me see. Oh, I, that, I had to restart my computer before this. So obviously my uh, now my app I was using is closed. So oh, of course, we'll wait for that to get fired up again. You are recording, right? I am. Yes. Okay, I hit good. record. I hit the record button. Boy, no. We're like, we're, we're like kind of professional. Kind of. You know? Um, I mean, I think this is going to look good when I, when I pull it up. Let's see here. I hit my, the present button and I share screen Ooh. and that looks pretty good. It does. So as you can see, everybody, we have a little spreadsheet here and I know it does, doesn't look amazing. Like usually we have like something a little more fancy. Mm -hmm. The reason that we just have this white page with these blank numbers on it is because Mike and I don't know each other's lists. Yep. Okay, it's important. This is fun for us. Okay, so I don't know what he's going to say, and I and and he doesn't know what I'm going to say, and we have no idea mm -hmm. what the uh, number one record is. Oh, someone's complaining we don't yeah. have a Christmas tree anywhere. There's literally one that? right there. there. There's a background for you, okay, with Christmas trees on it, and it's black and badass. Yeah, I literally okay? have one right there. There's it's a wreath and everything. Okay. You're welcome, Sonia. All right. We're going to get into it. Um, usually what we do is we go your 10, my 10, and then your nine, and we do it kind of back and forth. Yep. So like um, I would love for you to, um, to, to do the honors, Mike, and start with your number 10. Yeah, for sure. Um, so coming in at my number 10, I think is a record that will surprise nobody that it's on my list. <laughs> this has been one of my favorite bands since I first started getting into heavier music. Um, I discovered their debut record at the young old age of like 14, 15, maybe. Um, I've seen them in house shows. I've seen them in huge festivals. Uh, I've seen this band over 20 times. I absolutely love them. And it has to be Dark Bloom by We Came As Romans. Okay. I think this record is an absolute triumph of moving on from grief and loss and kind of going through all of the emotions that uh, come with that, really. There's angry songs, there's sad songs, there's hopeful songs. Um, and I think it's really, really great. All the band members stepped up. Um, Dave Stevens specifically vocally, he has grown so much as an artist yep. and I'm really proud of him for that as well as like when I first heard this record and seeing them play the record live twice, uh, here at the smaller Detroit shows, like yeah. Kyle is still very much on this album and I really appreciate that. And I think he would have been proud of this album. Um, it's just an absolute fun time. You've got these really hopeful songs that are really fun to sing along to live, like um, Holding the Embers and One More Days. And then uh, obviously Promise You is just one of the most gut-wrenching songs ever. Um, and then you've got like the fun songs like Double Speak and Daggers that you just hit people to. And it's absolutely great. I think it's a super diverse record and had to be on here. No, I love it. Um, obviously, yeah. What, what We Came As Romans went through 
Um, for this to be a record, I just, I, I can't believe how, I can't imagine how difficult it was to make this album. Mm -hmm. And for it to be so well put together, yeah. well thought out, and really just rock mm -hmm. is, is amazing. Because typically, you know, that's, it's an emotional album, but the emotion doesn't get in the way of the fact that it's just good music. Exactly. So it's a great record. Um, I'll just say right now, it's not in my top 10. Mm -hmm. um, I, I And I put it, I was on the short list for my honorable mentions, um, but I, but I got to say like, it's worthy of it. And I know with your passion for the band, Mike, it makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. for it to be here. And I'm, and I'm really glad it is. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate that. There you go. That there's Mike's uh, number 10 with we came as Romans and dark bloom. Now I can copy and paste mine. So it'll be a little faster than, uh, than Mike, uh, I have to type it in. My number 10 album is an album that really didn't, I wasn't sure if it was going to be a record that stuck with me, mm -hmm. came out a little earlier, I think in the summertime. And it was a record that I, I really liked and then I just kept listening to and kept listening to. It's very under the radar, but it's probably in the top five of my most listened to albums this year. And this is Asteroid with Radiant Bloom. Um, just, just so much vibe, like Vibe City on this thing. Mm -hmm. um, it, it reminds me a lot of one of my favorite bands of all time, Mew, yep. who has kind of changed their style and isn't what I loved about them anymore. And Asteroid kind of took over for me in that respect. Um, and I just think it's like a, a phenomenal, a phenomenal piece of, uh, of music. And, and I, I really wanted to put it uh, in, in my, in my top 10. And yes, the fact that you have dark bloom and I have radiant bloom mm -hmm. is a very <laughs> funny coincidence uh, to start. Also funny coincidence. We were talking before this about... Uh, some records that when we're putting together these top 10, it hurts to not put some records on in the top 10, right? Um, yeah. Radiant Bloom by Asteroid is my number 11 this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, I absolutely love this record too. I think it's a great pick. Um, it was right there with We Car for me and I just had to give it to the boys. So I totally get this pick. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are we going, am I going nine now or are you going to go nine? How do you want to do it? Uh, either way you want to do it. Uh, you go ahead. I kind of like the back and forth. Okay. I think we, last time we did it this way, like where mm -hmm. we do two in a row and it got a little confusing. So let's yep. just go back and forth. All right. Uh, so coming at number nine, I have a record that did a really good job at kind of taking a sound that a lot of other bands have been doing right now and bringing it to what I think is the next level. Uh, they incorporated elements of grunge, glam rock into metalcore and made a kind of almost popular record than I was expecting, but it's absolutely awesome. Uh, at my number nine, I've got Heroin by Thornhill. Oh yeah. I think this record is an absolute blast with the soaring vocals. Uh, and they've really just kind of like made a sound of their own within the scene. I think it absolutely goes off live from what I've seen through videos and things like that. I think the band has kind of stepped up and just made an amazing follow-up to the dark pool while still expanding what they're doing themselves. Um, I think the production on this record is absolutely phenomenal with all the really cool, like almost early 
nineties, late two thousands, like tones and everything that come back. Mm -hmm. And it's really good at like keeping you on your toes too. I think, um, it's when I was like writing my write up, I put, uh, the record is like a good roller coaster where you're never waiting for the next loop or turn. It gives you exactly what you want, but you might not know that it's coming yet. It just flows very nicely and there's no kind of dead space. Yeah. Um, which I absolutely just love on this record. The hype is real with this band um, and you can see it, you know, mm -hmm. this band is emerging. And I think like this album is, is really, really, really good. Yeah. But I'm almost waiting for the next one to like really put them at that, that next level. And I think it's coming. Mm -hmm. I think this band is going to absolutely explode. Yeah. So that was me with the dark pool. I really liked that record and it was just outside of my top 10, top 20 at that time, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and just, waiting for the next one. And this was the next one and it blew me away in a really great way. So amazing. All right. Uh, let's get to my number nine, my number nine, uh, probably another kind of surprising one for some people a little outside the box. I, I bet a lot of people didn't check this record out, mm -hmm. but you should, this is a, a record from a friend of mine, a solo album from hail the sun's Donovan Malero. Good pick. And his solo album, Chelsea park, after dark, uh, just such, I think one of the most underrated albums of the year, mm -hmm. it's got so much emotion and pain and it has really cool production for like a stripped down solo album yep. to where it's kind of like, it isn't super bare bones. It is when it needs to be, but it has a lot of, of just incredible, um, layering mm -hmm. of stuff, not to mention just He's one of the most underrated singers, songwriters in our scene. Um, and for him to just put this thing together, it was like, it blew my mind. I mean, I, I had to tell him immediately, like I had to text him and be like, dude, your record's phenomenal. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I absolutely love this thing. And um, it's, it's another record that I've listened to a lot. Yeah, I feel that. I think um, he kind of stepped away from Hail the Sun a bit in a really good way where this record just isn't as technical and really focuses on what he has to say. And what he has to say is this like really deep, powerful, like raw emotional stuff. And yeah. I really enjoyed this record too. I totally see it being on people's ten or top 10. So yeah. Awesome. You know, what's interesting about Hail the Sun though too. And I think after Donovan's record came out, mm -hmm. I actually started to enjoy Hail the Sun even more. Yeah. And I think that I kind of like found that their lyrics and that their emotion was actually a lot more prevalent mm -hmm. than a lot of bands in that kind of like technical space. Yeah. But I think bands in that technical space, they kind of always kind of get shit on for not being, you know, emotional or deep enough when sometimes mm -hmm. that's not true. Yeah. So that's another conversation, but regardless, um, yeah, that's my pick at number nine. Oh yeah. So, uh, I'm sure some people are like, okay, where's the rock, dude? Well, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Asteroids rock. Come on. If you don't yeah, think that's a rocky. rock record. It's rocky. It's post-rock, maybe. It's rocky. All right, let's um, go on. So coming in at number eight, that's where we're at. Um, a band that just absolute masterclass in creating tension and atmosphere, using quiet kind of negative space to emphasize lyrical content and then coming and crashing in with absolutely huge ensemble moments. Um, this band just ebbs and flows perfectly throughout this entire record. I've got Holy Fawn with their 
mm-hmm. latest release, Dimensional Bleed. Uh, I was able to see this record live and it absolutely goes off um, just that way or that same way live. I think they've got some of the most innovative tones and sounds and layering in the scene. And it's just absolutely incredible what they're able to do on this record. I think lyrically, it's one of the strongest records this year. And it's just super cool. Like, I want to mention like this one lyric. um, And it's, while I am watching everything growing, all the leaves breathing forth, I feel like I am nothing while they bloom. And like, I don't know, that one just hit me. And I just, I love this album so much and think everybody needs to check it out. Yeah, a little under the radar. I remember when Mm -hmm. it came out, you were really, really high on it. And I think, honestly, dude, I have to admit, I think I only listened to the album once. Happens. So this is, this is, yeah, that does happen. And I- It's a bad time album. It's, yeah, it's one of those, it's it's vibe. It's got that shoegazy, Mm -hmm. like very, you know, it's got, it's vibe city too. Yep. But uh, that's one I'm definitely- gonna have to get on and i can't really speak to it uh, all that much it's all good because of that so yeah uh all right well we're gonna get to the next one um and my pick number eight uh another group of friends i'm not i'm not trying to play favorites here with with bands that are my friends but this is a phenomenal album i think the best album of this band's career mm-hmm. and this is the devil's prada with color decay Solid pick. Uh, yeah, it's a great fucking album. Um, don't really know what else to say. Mm-hmm. It's the best the band has ever sounded, the best songs they've ever written, the best production. And uh, it's like such a cool rebirth for this band. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, like, what, people are pissed that it's not higher? Okay. I mean, it, it, number eight is pretty good. I don't know. Like we listened to how many 800 albums? Yeah, exactly. It's number eight. Like top 10 is The good. top 1%. Yeah, it's really good. Um, people say it's flawless. Okay. Well, yeah, it's a good record. I'm glad I didn't leave it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think it's a, a really, really great effort um, on so many levels. Um, and what, they, what they're doing right now and their resurgence is really, is really exciting. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Like, this band just keeps going up and up, and I don't think that they have even hit their peak, really. Like, the, some of the catchiest songs they've ever written on this record, and it's just such an emotional triumph. So, I totally get that pick. All right. Uh, moving on to number seven. Uh, my number seven is some of the most unhinged lyricism bordering on being absolutely deranged, partnered with uh, an absolute cacophony of sound. Bro that- job? No, I wish. Uh, <laughs> they just they they're on the EPs. Remember, um, <laughs> that just makes it absolutely crazy. Uh, my number seven in a record that had to be on my album of the year this year uh, is "Celebrity Therapist" by the Callous Dow Boys. Mm. I think this record is just insane. The amount of like genre blending and elements that they bring in from post hardcore, grindcore. Hardcore, mathcore, metalcore, everything just, it doesn't blend together normally with how kind of extreme they are, but they really make it work. And this album is just an incredible piece altogether. I think lyrically, it's one of those things that like, if you just catch a glimpse of it, you're like, oh, this is just a dude ranting in his truck. But like, as a whole, it works great. It paints a beautiful picture. I think 
it's just a fun record to put on and super cool. One of my favorite albums of the year. Uh, not enough people will listen to this band. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if it's that people are, the name like turns people off or they don't take it seriously, yeah. but there is some like incredible moments on here. Like it's kind of just like a, a amazing compilation about like everything that's been exciting about the scene for the last 20 years. Yeah. In a kind really of like weird thrown way. It's into cool, one, thrown into like an album, but it's, but it's not lame and fun and it's not boring and it's, mm-hmm. it's not overly serious, but it is, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's amazing. Um, and I, I love this band. I cannot wait to see this band. Yeah, me too. Um, absolutely. I, I think this is a, they're going on tour with drugs. This is a solid pick. Very solid pick at, uh, at number seven. They're going on tour with drugs. I didn't even know that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, going to the next one for me, my number seven. This is uh, we're going we're going to back to punk punk rock bands. Ooh. And this is a band that doesn't put out records very often. Uh, but when they do, they turn a lot of heads. And uh, this is technical punk rock band, a Wilhelm scream with their album "Lose Your Delusion." Uh, just a master class in what you can do. Uh, in this space, you know, mm-hmm. they, they just continue to, uh, I don't know, like expand on kind of the sound they almost created, um, you know, and it's just amazing technical playing fun lyrics. They, they dive deep into certain topics, you know, once in a while. Um, but it's still punk mm-hmm. and, um, and I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of this band and, uh, uh, I, I, I just love it when they put a, a new record out because you only get one like every, I don't know. What do they put out? Like two records in the last fucking 12 years or something or 15 years? Something like that. It's been a while. So yeah, uh, yes. we'd love to have Nuno on the podcast as well. Yes, absolutely. I've talked to him about it before. It just hasn't worked out yet. So that's my pick at number seven, a Wilhelm Scream. Yeah, this is a great record. I think it's probably one of my favorite punk records of this year, if not ever on like the short list yeah. people are like Mike what's your favorite punk records um I would have to say it's this one uh this was one of the first times that I was kind of exposed to the more techie side of punk and I really really enjoyed it um it kind of draws me in a lot more than a lot of the kind of standard punk because it does have those techie elements it reminds me a lot more of like metal metalcore thrash metal um things that I do enjoy and I'm very familiar with um but it doesn't have a lot of those poppy elements like pop punk either. So like it's overall just very, very good. I think this record's awesome. I love the lyricism on it as well. You mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a fun record too. Like it's something that you can just put on in the car and go have a good time. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. All right. We're kind of flying through this today. We are going a little quick, but you know, nothing wrong with that. That's okay. We're going to have a lot of interaction with the people after uh, exactly after the lists are out and people's minds are fucking blown, hopefully in a good way. Hopefully. Uh, but you can't win. You can't win with top 10 lists. Can't win them all. Uh, all right, Mike. Number six. All right. So coming in at number six, a uh, record that has been the talk of the town all year, a band that has been the talk of the town all year. Uh, I'm just going to get into it. It's The Death of Peace of Mind by Bad Omens. Mm -hmm. I think this band has been on an absolutely insane trajectory since their first record. All they write is catchy songs. I think that they are some absolute bangers all the way through on this record. Um, This is their third amazing record in a row, right? I think um, 
I still lean a little bit more towards finding God before God finds me, just because that's a little bit of a heavier sound. And I like the lyricism a little bit more, but I think that this record just triumphs in creating such a cool vibey soundscape while still having those amazing heavy moments. I think the band is just showing off their songwriting props and the fact that there's like three or four songs that have gotten big on TikTok this year. The band is selling out entire tours. Um, it's absolutely crazy right now. And I think this record deserves a spot in the top 10. Well, it's great to see a band blowing up like this that actually has some fucking substance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, right here. El Jefe says Bad Omens deserves all the hype they get. I mean, mm-hmm. um, this isn't in my top 10. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little old for it. I don't know what it mm-hmm. is. I think the rec- I think the band is great. Um, and I think that the talent is like overwhelming. So to see people freaking out about this band and, and, uh, and everything, it's really, really great to see because you just cannot deny it. Um, yep. So, yeah. Yeah, maybe I do need to listen to this record a few more times. I mean, but, I like uh, their second record most, like I said. I think that's kind of the best jumping on point. First record is kind of an early Bring Me the Horizon clone, uh, but I've been supporting well, the band since then. I think they're great, like just super solid. Yeah. All right. Let's let's move on then to my number six. Uh, this is probably the most popular band on my list, maybe on any list. Mm-hmm. This is uh, one of the biggest rock bands in the world. But just because you're the biggest rock band in the world doesn't mean you're excluded from these lists. Um, obviously, yeah, I, I mean, Asteroid, they probably have to work day jobs. This band does not, <laughs> but that does not matter. This band, everyone knows, they're called Muse, and they released an absolute fucking incredible album, mm-hmm. possibly the best of their career. I'd say so. A long, a long great career. So when a band does that at this point, I think they have to be given a lot of credit. And this is a record that I've, I I know it's only a few months old, but it has staying power Mm -hmm. already. I've been listening to it a lot. And I just think they're one of the best bands in the world and one of the most popular bands in the world. Yeah, reasonably so. I think uh, You Make Me Feel Like It's Halloween was my most listened to song in October and it wasn't even close. Um, (laughs) Yeah. No Nickelback, sorry. I did listen to that record the other day. It is kind of good. Um, yeah, Mike likes Nickelback now. It's okay. I've always He's getting liked to that Nickelback. age. Uh, but no, I really like Will of the People. I think it is such a solid record. It is an absolute triumph. Like Muse is just an incredible band. And you've got to take note when they release new music. Uh, this isn't in my top 10. One of those records that like uh, didn't... I don't feel good about not having it in the top 10, right? Right. Uh, but it's an absolutely amazing record. I think it's just a blast. One of my most listened to albums this year too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the thing about these lists too, is like you go through it, like we agonize over these lists. And then that's what happened to me too, is I had Muse around like, I don't know, I had it like, you know, I have make my short list, right? Where I have like mm-hmm. the maybe 30, 40 records that I know I really like. And then I kind of start to pick from them. Mm-hmm. And then every time I'm like, but, but I don't think I can. And then I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to put Muse like where it belongs and it belongs yep. for me. It belongs at number six. Yep. So, um, so yeah, that's exciting. Um, and we're into entering the top five, the top five. You know what? I'm going to go, I'm going to go next because I want you to have the final pick. What do you think? Sure. Do it. All right. Let's do that. 
We're going to change the order because I want Mike to have the the big number one reveal um, at the end. So I am going to put my number five up there, which um, is a record that I'm sure is going to be no surprise, a record that everyone's been talking about, um, a band everyone's been talking about, not just this year, but even last year. And this is probably the heaviest band any of us will have because it doesn't get much heavier than this. This is Lorna Shore with their absolute phenomenal record, Pain Remains. I mean, it's hard to even know what to say. Mm -hmm. This band just has literally uh, just completely turned uh, Deathcore in its head, legitimized it, made it popular, made it cool, made it trendy, basically single-handedly. It's been insane. Yeah, I have to agree. This record deserves to be on most people's top 10 lists. Even people who don't listen to Deathcore, I've seen it on there. Like I have seen like album of the year top 10s that are nine pop punk records and Pain Remains by Lorna Shore. So I totally get that. It's a great record. Yeah, I think it's a great record. I think, I think it deserves it mm-hmm. a lot for the hype. I think there's other bands this year that have put out really good records in that genre mm-hmm. um whether it's spite um or angel maker yeah i love the angel maker record that i i listen you know what i listened to angel maker record yesterday because mm-hmm. i was like okay this is on my this is in my like top 40 is it like is it a top 10 record because i had to listen to it again because it had been so long yeah and then i listened to it again and i was like i don't think it's gonna crack my top 10 yep so, you know, but Lorna Shore does. So, you know, it's tough, but they're, you know, Fit for an Optopsy, another great record this year. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of bands that have put out really good heavy records, but for me, there's a reason Lorna Shore has kind of risen to the top. Stepped up. And 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 I think they're very deserving of a top five, uh, a top five on the list. For sure. Uh, all right. My number five, um, get your copy paste ready because my number five is Color Decay by The Devil Wears Prada. All right. Okay. Uh, I kind of talked about it a little bit, but like, I think this band just keeps going up and up. And I think uh, they did something a little bit on the act where they kind of opened up this vulnerable portion of themselves. And I think they just went all in on this record. They opened themselves up emotionally and just really made a record that's relatable to everybody. Like, Songs like Broken and Cancer and Time and Salt, like there's a reason these are getting Octane play and they don't sound like normal Octane songs with mm-hmm. like the super catchy riff and the like typical 4-4 beat, right? This band is just making absolute bangers. They're doing amazing things as far as their sound maturing, but not losing that kind of like rawness that makes them special. I think it's an awesome record sonically because it's not like an overbearing, overproduced record. It's got these very light layering that just makes it very clean and appealing to the ears. Um, and like, it's just an incredible album. There's not a bad song on this. No, there there really isn't. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's always tough when we have the records to talk about again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just... I don't know. It's just, it's just such an incredible turn of events that this band has taken over the last few years. For sure. And you know, it's, it's everyone forgets like they just did that zombie two mm-hmm. EP, which was also one of the best EPs of 
last year, yeah, two years ago, last year. whenever it came out. And, you know, and then they're just like, oh yeah, well, we're just going to make some more incredible music, like, you know, mm -hmm. of this other sound. It's, it's really cool that they're able to do both these things at once and exist in this very cool space. And I mean, if you're a fan of, of the Devil's Prada, it is like, what a time to be alive. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I love Transit Blues. I love the act. I love this record. I think they're only getting better, right? Yeah, they they really are. All right, we're going to go to number four for me. And um, this band, another one that um, people will know. Uh, I feel like this record's been a little under the radar. This band's even be a little, been a little under the radar for the last few years. I don't know what it is. Like, mm -hmm. if, they're get, if it's getting to the point where they've put out so many albums that... I don't know. And they're all really good. It's like, oh yeah, they put out an album and they're all really good. So we don't talk about it as much. This is the Wonder Years. The hum goes on forever. Um, Hell yeah. It's so good. It's it, it. This also might be their best record. Um, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is about this band. They just continue to get better and better and better. Right? Better and better songs. Better lyrics. Um, and... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why more people are not talking about this album. I think it's the best pop punk, punk record of the year. Yeah, I think it's pretty close to the best um, for me as well. Uh, I really like this record. I think emotionally it's just a masterpiece and that's one of the things the band just does so well. Fuck yeah. Super great pick. It's a great pick? Oh yeah. Thanks, man. I know. Thank you, I know. <laughs> um, so for my number four, uh just another copy paste. Uh, oh no, here we go. We got Pain Remains by Lorna Shore. Uh, okay. Year of Deathcore Baby. Wouldn't oh, be yeah, album of the year. But actually though. But actually though. Wouldn't be album of the year without me saying that. Um, but yeah, like I don't know what else can be said to this record. Everybody has talked about it. I think it is the current epitome of everything about extreme metal, Right. Uh, it just manages to do everything bigger and badder than anyone else in the genre right now. Vocally, it's insane. Will Ramos is just a beast, and he's pushed so many other vocalists in the scene already noticeably because of what he's been doing. And instrumentally, it's just crushing with blast beats, soaring riffs. The solos are great. The orchestration in the background is a nice touch and flair, but doesn't get overbearingly complicated or sound too like produced and synthetic. Like I think a lot of deathcore and black and deathcore does. I think the record's just a resounding success and needs to be in top fives. Yeah. Um, and the other thing too, is it's just conceptually how cool all this stuff is too. Mm -hmm. You know, they're a band that they don't, yeah. they don't just fall into this like trap of, of like, okay, we're writing, technical stuff like there's a lot of meaning behind everything yeah. that they do right they're, and they're writing deathcore and it's not the typical deathcore where it's about like visceration and people dying and, and it kind of is but um like it's more poetic which i think just adds the over-the-top element and makes it great absolutely well we could talk about Lorna shore all day but we'll get on to the top three and another copy paste here from your list, Mike, mm -hmm. this is the Callous Cowboys with Celebrity Therapist. Oh yeah, I told you it was one of my favorite albums of the year. Yep, uh, it's it's just incredible. Um, wh what else to say about it? We we already spoke 
on this album, but like, it's just so cool that this band can exist in a space where you never know what's coming next, mm-hmm. but they, it's never like weird. Yeah. It always works. Yep. You know, like there's this one song in the middle, um, where, you know, it did all of a sudden they just go into this like, like just kind of singy part, like mm-hmm. kind of sounds like old brand new or something. Yeah. Like just randomly. It's and you're like field sobriety practice. Right. And, and you're like, this doesn't sound like it should work. But every time I listen to that record, it's like one of my favorite parts of the album. Mm-hmm. And they just, they just do so many, so many cool things. And, and yeah, and lyrically and conceptually, they're just, they're really, you know, really, really ahead of, of a lot of other artists out there. And mm-hmm. for a band that's newer too, fourth album, is it really their fourth album? Oh man. I, I got some, <laughs> some catching up. Yeah. I got some explaining to do. Uh, that's, that's, well, that's great news. No, yeah. I love this album. I love this album. Yeah. It's great. Um, that's one of my favorite moments on the record too. Um, one of my other favorite moments is in star baby, right at the last track when there's just that drum fill kind mm-hmm. of, and it's just done, mm-hmm. done, done, done. And it's like, don't want no callous Dow boys. I want my murder podcast and just breaks into that super heavy part. Like <laughs> yeah. this record is so weird, but it's just great. And it feels good. It, it does. It does feel good. It really, really does. This wasn't one I was expecting to be on your list, but I'm really happy that it is. Dude, I got to say, man, I was kicking around this as my number one. Yeah. I mean, it's number three. Like, it's pretty damn close. We're in top three. Like, any of these are kicking around. <laughs> I think, I don't know. My number one might really surprise you, mm-hmm. but this, I find that this record, my number one and this record are a little bit similar. Mm-hmm. So, like, I kind of could see them being swapped. Um, I don't know. I, I think that we're going to have one of the same records in your, your top three and my top two. Um, but I, I'm not sure. If, I'm not, I don't know if you're going to have both of mine, but we're about to find out. Well, well. but I love that Cal Boys record for sure. Um, all right. Number three, Mike. So coming in at number three, this is probably the weirdest record on my list this year. Um, Everybody knows me. I love progressive metal. I love weird stuff. So Almighty Men by the Dolly Thunder and Concept had to be on here. Oh, man. This record came out super early in January. Mm-hmm. And I just love it so much. The just blatant disregard for genre as a whole, bringing in jazz, progressive metal, R&B, metalcore, like dance elements. Like this band is just so over the top and it's amazing. I think my only complaints are that I wish the record was longer, right? And that they haven't pressed vinyl for it because I've been wanting to spin this just absolute all year. Um, I think the record is just amazing and breathtaking at points. Like Mm -hmm. they have the best orchestration I have ever heard on a metal record. It feels like it is meant to be there and the metal was written around the grandioseness um, I just love this record. All the features are great, but they don't feel like they're stepping on anybody's toes. It feels like they're supposed to be there. Like this record is just incredible. It has to be here. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, this is another one that like, I remember you had me listen to mm-hmm. and then I was like, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> and I, not bad. Like, is this is weird. And then I just like, you know, other stuff comes out and you don't go back to it, Yep. but I will go back to it because 
I do remember it being super redeeming, like mm-hmm. just so, I mean, I mean, having so many different redeeming qualities. Um, and yeah, they're from like France or something too, aren't they? Yeah. They're from Paris. Yeah. Um, just super cool band overall. Absolutely love them. And yeah, Callous Cowboys better than Dallas Cowboys by far. Who even <laughs> watches football? <laughs> A lot of people, including me. Uh, all right. All right. Top two. Wow. We're here. Wow. All right. I'm excited. Look at us. We're here. Number two. Okay. Um, well, my number two is an uh, album with a lot of hype this year, uh, a band that is undeni- undeniably talented and uh, made a really phenomenal record, stepped out of their own comfort zone. It's hard to say this band has a comfort zone, but they did and, and added some new elements. And this is Polyphia with Remember That You Will Die. Copy paste it to number two. Uh, We'll just yeah, talk okay. about it. Let's just talk about it. It's your number two as well. Yep. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, this this album, man, it's just for them to step out with, mm-hmm. with the features, the vocal features, and put all that together. Um, damn, like it's so good. Fucking game changer. Yeah. Like just very similar to the Ali Thunder and Concept. Like the features don't feel like they're stepping on Polyphia's technical prowess. And I think I said it like when this record came out and I was describing it, like Polyphia has just cemented the fact that they are cooler than you. They make better music than you and they've got more swag than you. Like everything about this band is just incredible. And there's a reason these records take four or five years between each other. And mm-hmm. they're just so immaculate. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, for them to be like hipster prog rock, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, that's not a thing that exists yeah. until now. Right. It, but like they found a way to do it. They found a way to make mm-hmm. prog cool. Yeah. And, and to me that for that and make guitar cool. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Uh, just the, the shit that guy plays on guitar. Mm-hmm. It's just like, sometimes you just don't even know how it's possible. Well, like, um, so not for this album yet, but around the time that like goat and new levels, new devils, like that record came out. Um, Tim Henson put out a video where he actually has like one of those like computer guitar playing apps. And he just makes things that sound cool, but should be impossible to play. And then he figures out how to play them later. <laughs> Okay. So like, that's how he writes. And it's just incredible how good of an artist he is. Um, what's your favorite song on this record? <sighs> that's tough. I have I'll to, answer I have you to, think, if you want. Yeah. To. Yeah. Answer, answer what um, I think. I want to look at the track list. So my favorite, just because it's so different and it's such like a fun, upbeat song. And it was when the singles came out. Um, it's that song ABC featuring Sophia Black with like the mm-hmm. K-pop element and the grooviness of the guitar just working so well with that. I, I don't know. That song just gets me all the time. I play it constantly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like to fuck around and find out. Yeah, I like that a song a lot. And I like the Steve Vai song. Uh, yeah, Ego Death a lot is incredible. Too. Yeah, I really like that one. I'd say those are my, my two favorites. Um, ABC is a good time too. Ego Death, probably my favorite album closer of the year. Yeah, it's just it's great. That solo and all three guitars going at the same time and in perfect harmony, but doing incredibly technical things that are just completely different from each other. Wild. It's, it is wild. It's, it's, it's just incredible that a band, just, just that a band could do that, could do this. Like, mm-hmm. 
everything you you like that the path that this band has taken yeah for them to make this record at this time <laughs> is just absolutely incredible all right well we're gonna take a quick break um and then we're gonna get to our number one albums of 2022 yeah that is woo. we're here i'm ready and then some honorable mentions don't forget those Oh yeah, we're gonna. That's gonna take a another half the show. Oh yeah, because uh, we we've got like ten each or something. Yep. Uh, so we will be right back after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, we're back. Boom. That was the break. Twitchers, we we don't we don't actually take a break on the podcast. We just yeah, we just say we're taking a break and then that's where we take a break. And mm-hmm. but for this we don't we don't have to take a break. All right, I'm gonna go first uh, and give and give Mike the the closing slot. Uh, there's no fucking way we have the same record, I don't think. But this is a record that I think nobody expects me to have. But it, I listen. I listened to it today just to confirm mm-hmm. again all the way through. This record has so much diversity. Uh, it has amazing technicality. Amazing lyrics, amazing vocals, amazing production. This is this bright and beautiful world from Greyhaven. Incredible record. Uh, you need to fucking listen to this record, everybody. This band does it all. They do it all. Mm-hmm. The Callous Dowboys do it all. Greyhaven also does it all. There's like a similar sort of sound that maybe... It's just like everyone's kind of taking all these influences and mashing them together. Yep. But so many bands try and they can't. And Greyhaven has they 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 have some stuff that sounds like nineties. Then they have super, super technical stuff. They have stuff that's obviously influenced by like every time I die and under oath, mm-hmm. early, you know, early kind of two thousands um metalcore. But they absolutely rock. And this record is, when it came out, it blew my mind. I know I talked about it a lot. And uh, all these months later, it's still, uh, it still is uh, my favorite album of the year. For sure. Absolutely awesome album. This is on my honorable mentions. Uh, it came in at number 18 for me. Um, I think this album's awesome too. I love the grungy Southern rock influence and the take on yeah, metalcore. Yeah. Like these, there's some choruses on there, like on All Candy, that are just super, super catchy, and it's just a blast front to back. I love that record too. So that does surprise me that you put it number one, but like, yep, not in a huge sense. Like I absolutely love this record too. No, I mean for sure. Like you know, I I talk to you today like mm-hmm. we didn't we didn't share our list just to be clear no but i said to you my number one is weird and very unexpected and i like mm-hmm. i was like okay may, like maybe my number one just has to be polyphia or has to be cal Boys. Mm-hmm. you know i don't know like you know things get like moved around like i listened to to, to the wonder years again yep. you know i was like, what, what record is it going to be um but for me like this record really rose to the top again and and um and I'm I hopefully I put a few eyeballs on this thing. 
um, and people listen to it because you need to, you need to hear it. Yep. For sure. Great album. Glad you put it there. All right. Um, so my number, Here we go. This my is number it. one record. This is, the, this is the end, everybody. This is this is the record that Mike has to live with as his number one for the rest of his life because oh, he really I cares. I will. Okay. Because this right, record is absolutely it. incredible. I'm ready. This is possibly one of the smallest bands on my list, which is also just kind of crazy to think about that it's number one. I think maybe only Dolly Thundering Concept is smaller. Um, they've got about 33,000 month, 33, monthly listeners on Spotify right now. Um, they're from Sweden, as you can probably expect, it's progressive metal. Uh, and it's the record cuts by Port Noir. I think oh, yeah. this record is just an absolute triumph as well in a very similar vein to Polyphia of making progressive metal cool. Um, there's just some amazing R and B influences on here. This is the record I spent most of my time with. Um, it's super innovative. The lyricism is just incredible. Um, it like ebbs and flows so well. Like instrumentally, it's like amazing because it's very technical, but it never kind of oversteps in a way that a lot of progressive metal does. And it's just a cool sound that's like nothing I've ever heard before. It reminds me a lot of when I first found Sleep Token, right? Where I'm like, this is a cool new sound and something that I've never gotten to. So I absolutely love this record. I think it deserves to be number one. Wow. That was not what I thought. I will say though, um, I went back and I looked through our lists, mm -hmm. you know, our, our records that we had every, every week. And I kind of stopped on Port Noir Yep. and I went that band. Yeah. I remember that band. That's one that I like, Again, you know, I listened to that record. Did I mm -hmm. listen to it again? No, I didn't. But I do remember this band being very interesting. And the pop kind of like, it's it's almost like progressive metal with like, I almost say like, almost like sort of emo rap kind of parts. A little bit. It's it's like, yeah, a little bit. It's, I don't know. That's what I remember at least. And, um, mm -hmm. and like even their fucking promo photos are cool. Yeah, this is awesome. Um, and wow, this is this is something that is pretty exciting for for a band to beat out eight hundred and something bands mm -hmm. uh, on your list. And the guy that listens to more music than like literally ninety nine point nine 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 people percent of people, insane. Yeah, wow. I, just, I love this record. It's it's just so good. <laughs> wow. Oh, that is. Pretty wild, man. So that is our uh, that is our top ten albums of 2022. Mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna read yours, and then you can read mine. Cool. Mike's list at number ten: We Came as Romans with Dark Bloom. At number nine: Thornhill with Heroin. Number eight: Holy Fawn with Dimensional Bleed. Number seven, The Callous Dow Boys with Celebrity Therapist. Number six, Bad Omens, The Death of Peace of Mind. Number five, The Devil's Prada, Color Decay. Number four, Learn Ashore, Pain Remains. Number three, The Dally Thundering Concept with All the Mighty Men. Uh, number two is Polyphia with Remember That You Will Die. And number one, from Sweden, very unexpected, Port Noir with Cuts. Yeah, and 
I guess I'll read Shane's absolutely beautiful list. Oh, thank you. Uh, Coming in at number 10, we've got Asteroid with their record Radiant Bloom. At number nine, we've got Donovan Malero with his record Chelsea Park After Dark. At number eight, we've got The Devil Wears Prada with Color Decay. At number seven, we've got a Wilhelm Scream with Lose Your Delusion. At number six, we've got Muse with Will of the People. At number five, Lorna Shore with Pain Remains. Number four, The Wonder Years with The Hum Goes On Forever. Number three, The Callous Cowboys with Celebrity Therapist. Number two, Polyphia, Remember That You Will Die. And his number one pick this year is Grey Haven with This Bright and Beautiful World. Woo! It feels so relieving to finally just have it out there. I know, right? It's it's great. It's a yeah. great feeling. Um, and now for the fun part. Yeah. Uh, I, I think this is fun because there's a little less pressure. Mm-hmm. We could talk about some, um, some other bands. I'm just going to write the band names in here. Um, and then we'll just discuss them. For sure. This is kind of a loose... This is kind of our... Well, I know you have more of a rigid top 20. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of your top 20. I don't know if you're going to say them in order. In order or not. Plan to. Um, okay. You're going to um, start, you're going to start with number 11 then? Yeah. Number 11. So we, I already mentioned it. Um, I've got radiant bloom by asteroid here. Um, just on the outskirts, uh, very similar to a lot of what Shane said. I love that this record is just so beautiful and kind of ethereal and fuzzy and just really gives you kind of like a dreamy vibe. The lyricism on it's absolutely awesome and poetic and I'm really upset that they got sick and had to cancel on the Holy Fawn tour. Uh, and I didn't get to see them for the Detroit date, which was one of the last ones of the tour. Um, I love this band, though. I think they're great and just an awesome time. All right. Um, great. I didn't copy this list. I'm putting in my... Uh, oh, you can probably already see what it is. Uh, my first honorable mention, which is The Interrupters. Uh, Hell yeah. I loved this album... Um, I, I, I think it's so cool what this band is doing because in a lot of ways, it's like a throwback to my youth, Mm -hmm. you know, um, there's not a lot of bands really combining like punk and ska anymore for sure and doing it at such a high level and with popularity. I mean, they opened the, the green day, I forget what it was called green day, Weezer fallout boy tour, super mega tour or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hella mega. Hella Mega, yeah. Hella Mega? I, I don't know. They open that tour. Like, this is a band with this massive, massive band mm-hmm. making incredible music. Um, I listen to this record all the time. It's a great, like, driving record. Yep. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it, it was really close. Like, it was really close to putting it in my top 10. But I feel like it was just a, just a hair low. Still mm-hmm. an amazing record. Yeah, I love this record, too. I think it came in at, like, mid-50s for me. Um, another one of my favorite punk records this year. I've absolutely loved The Interrupters because um, they were kind of starting to be a punk band right when I was starting to get into a lot more music. I kind of caught on to them. They've been a favorite punk band of mine for a long time. Um, I have a lot of memories this year of driving around with Gabby and singing along to, uh, what's the song? Raised by Wolves. Mm-hmm. That one part where they just go, I love that. It's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> love it. All right. That's great. All right. Let's move on. Another, another one. Give me another one, Mike. Uh, so my second um, honorable mention, number 12. Um, I think this is one of the most underrated metalcore records of the year that really felt like a flash in the pan for a lot of people. Uh, but I think it's absolutely awesome. And it's Disparity by Ocean's 8 Alaska. 
I think this record is great. The contemporary jazz fusion with metalcore, uh, they kind of moved away from the Japanese theme that was on their last record and I think kind of benefits them. Um, this record is just absolutely fire. I don't think there's a bad song on it. Yeah, just constantly a band that I feel just like doesn't quite mm-hmm. get there. Like, you know, the under underrated, yeah. underrated band. They just like... Yeah, you're kind of like, okay, well, why are why are they always like second of five on all these tours mm-hmm. when when they just like they are one of the better bands in the in their genre? Yep, um, doing interesting things, and I'm glad you you put them there. Damn, number twelve for you. That's that is uh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, my next, and mine, mine aren't really in any order. Um, so any of these any of these records could kind of be anywhere. Uh, but my next one is a solo effort from X. Dillinger Escape Plan vocalist Greg Pacciato, however you say his name. Uh, I loved his record. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really just had so many cool elements. And again, like when somebody can kind of come out of a band like Dillinger, a guy that's like just the vocalist, you know, like not known for being like the technical guitar player or the drummer, to put together an album this strong, this deep, it meant a lot. And it was one that I, uh, another record that I kind of kept going back to. <laughs> I, I really, really like that album. For sure. I love that one. I think there's like two songs on there that just absolute bangers. Like I'm trying to remember the name of one right now. Um, oh. It's on my certified bangers playlist, I think. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think lowered. the whole record is that song lowered. Ray, Ray yeah, Myers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That song just phenomenal. Yeah. For sure, that's that's the, the number one song. But again, this this fifty thousand monthly listeners, you know, this album, Mirror Cell, mm-hmm. is what it's called. Not, you know, only a couple, nothing over even a half a million plays. So this record is under the radar and shouldn't be. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, everybody needs to go uh, listen to this. It's expansive. The songs are not short. Mm-hmm. It's 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 their healthy length, and there's a lot here to kind of digest. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I think it's important to shed a little light on uh, on Greg and, and what sure. he's doing. Uh, so my number 13, um, I almost think this might be the highest a debut record has ever been on my list. This is Porcelain by Orphan. Oh yeah. I think it is the most ignorant deathcore record of the year, putting <laughs> a lot of other bands to shame. Uh, it is amazing. The vocalist is just absolutely wild. And this record is an ass beater from front to back. It is so damn good. Nice. And I can't wait to see where this band goes. Nice. Yeah, this is one that I... Honestly, I don't know if I remember the record. Um, I apologize because... All good. A lot of that... A lot of bands in that genre sort of tend to blend together, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is probably one that I listened to and I just forgot about. So I apologize to Orphan, but hey, a debut album this high is special. I remember I had Dragged Under in my uh Yeah. In my top ten, uh, their debut album, which I still think is a really special album. Uh, you know, for a debut. I mean, if it's a debut album, I, I always tend to give it a, a little extra love. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but hey, you know. Remember Rage Against the Machine? Remember that debut album? Oh yeah. It's it's very possible for bands to to make incredible debut albums. For sure. It, it is really possible. All right, we're going to take a little turn here and an album that I absolutely love. It's Municipal Waste. Oh yeah. 
I I thought this might be in your top ten. I considered it. It's it was close. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Electrified Brain. This band is so much fun. Uh, they just they take they just take you know thrash metal and punk and mix it together and they don't care mm-hmm. and they're drinking beers and it's a party record and it's just so much fun. I I don't know. I I just I think this record too for me is my favorite uh, uh, musical waste record. Yeah, I the agree. art of partying is the art of partying is like the classic record, mm-hmm. but this one has such good riffs and such good uh. Just such good. I don't know. Man. Every song's so much fun. I mm-hmm. love this band. They need to be mentioned because um, this record is is really special. And I've seen it on other other lists too. Yeah, I have seen people talking about this record, so it's not like I'm the only one. Mm-hmm. I think this record's great. Um, when we it first came out, we were talking about it. And I heard it. I said, "Hey, I think Art of Partying's still better." Um, I actually had a little downtime. I forget maybe a couple weeks ago while I was like putting this together. And I was like, oh, Municipal Waste Time. And I listened to this record and I'm like, hmm, I kind of feel like listening to Art of Partying now. And I like Electrified Brain more than Art of Partying now. So <laughs> yeah, good record. Yeah, it's, it's it's a fun record. Like some of those riffs like could be on, on Kill Em All or Master yeah. or uh, uh, Ride the Lightning. Like I, I love this record. So for sure. All right, let's move on to another um, one. My number 14, next honorable mention, uh, Obsidian by Northlane. Oh yeah. I think this record's awesome. It has great production, crazy hooks. Uh, the lyricism's super relatable and the record's just kind of the whole package. It's a really fun vibe and Northlane has kind of chiseled out their own niche within metalcore and just made it their own and it's absolutely awesome. I didn't like the record. Um, this was one I think that like, we didn't really agree on. Yeah. Um, I, I felt like this record... Um, and and I, I really hate to say anything anything bad about the band because I, I really respect the band and I really like the guys, but uh, I'll just I'm just being honest. I just I felt like the record was just way too techno, like way too many electronic elements. And I love that. And and to me, they were just like done. They were done not in the way like I wanted them to be done. Like mm-hmm. they took over, they took control of the record, and not in a way that I. That I wanted them to. And oh my God, are we getting a Nick Nocturnal raid? Oh my. Oh, isn't that sweet? Oh yeah, our view count just went way up. What's up, Nick and friends? Uh, is is Nick hanging out? I love Nick. Oh man, what a guy. He is here. Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. We're doing top records. Um, Can you tell us what your uh, top record of the year is, Nick? Yeah, have you done yours yet? Oh, I bet he's got a good list of like lots oh, of banging, banging heavy records. Uh, I mean, ours are up on the screen. So, all all the um, all the Nick Nocturnal people, you can tell us what you think of uh, Darko. Yeah, Darko. Oh, that was a good record. Mm-hmm. That was a good record. Lorna, obviously. Lorna, yeah. Prada, hell yeah. yeah. Prada, yeah. Hey, yep. I love it. Awesome stuff. Nick, how you been, man? Tell us how you been. I, ah, I love that guy. Is he still on there? Like, I haven't been on Twitch in a while. I admit. Since the world came back, I've I've been a slacker, and uh, I assume Nick's still like on there, fucking interviewing people and and oh I'm sure re- doing all his reacting videos. I think he and had just fucking um, playing all the guitar. Craig Reynolds on today, right, guys? Oh yeah, Craig. Craig's a good time. Nice. That rules. Terminal. Yeah, where's Terminal? Termina. Damn it. <laughs> Termina. Yes, Termina. Oh man. Static dress. Yeah, that's. 
I don't know if that's you're going to see that. We're still in the middle for people just joining us. January twentieth, new terminal. Ooh, nice. We um, we did have Shane. I was on the show. I I did mm-hmm. I did Nick's show. Come on, what do you think this is? We're friends. Uh, so people just joining us. We're just getting to our honorable mentions now. So we've done our top tens. Mm-hmm. Now we are doing our honorable mentions, and we've each done. Th- I'm about to do my fourth honorable mention. So uh, subscribe, please. Um, refresh if you're new. That I guess that does something. I don't know. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm hoping to come back in 2023 and doing a lot more, a lot more twitching. So. Um, so yeah, someone, someone, Didi, I like this comment. Didi says, Lorna Shore, Alter Bridge, Cold Rain, and Electric Cowboy. That's a diverse that's list. That's an eclectic list. group there. I like the Alter Bridge pick. That's, that's good. That's good right there. Uh, all right. Anyway, um, this is going to make for very bad, bad podcasting. Um, also when this goes up. Josh will fix it. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, all right. I'm going to my next one, uh, which is... I didn't put these down, so... Uh, oh, yeah, okay. It's a heavy band. Uh, absolutely great hardcore record. Uh, just absolutely brutal. So much fun. This is the album from Vane FM. Hell, yeah. Good record. Uh, or Vane. I don't know. I Their name is Vane FM, but they. I think everyone calls them Vane. I love this thing. Um, when it came out, I was kind of obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I was jamming this thing all the time. Um just just a brutal record and a lot of fun. Yeah, that's great. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Check it out if, if you missed it. I know I've seen this one on a lot of lists too, mm-hmm. but it's worthy. It's worthy of it. Yeah, I think so too. Um, my number five uh, is the new record Gold by Unprocessed. I think this band's super awesome. One of the better, love you, Nick. Uh, one of the better prog bands out there right now. Um, I think the only thing that, kind of kept this out of the top 10 was that it's kind of a longer record. It's about an hour. And I think a lot of these songs were written at a little bit kind of different points. It feels like, so there's not as much of an identity, but I think this record does have some of my favorite songs of the year, like portrait and, um, fabulous and stuff like that. Um, absolutely love this record. I missed the record. I missed the record unprocessed. Okay. Wow. All right, cool. Um, don't even remember this one. How wild is that? Happens. That doesn't, no, it doesn't really happen. <laughs> Quite <laughs> honestly, that doesn't happen to me. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay, cool. Damn. For it to be this high on the list too. That's, mm-hmm. uh, I just, I love, I love doing the show too because, um, yeah, I mean, there's things you forget about, you know, I'm sure I must've listened to this. We talked about, I'm sure we talked about it, right? Yeah, we did. It was number one. So I think. Yeah. <laughs> it was a number one. Really? Yeah. Insane. Should have been. I don't know. I had some. I had some weird, uh, some weird ones. All right. Um, speaking of weird ones, this record is probably the scariest record of the year, mm-hmm. uh, and a record that I know we both enjoyed. And I actually thought it might be in your top ten, Mike. This is the record from Blut Als Nord. Love this record so much. It is fucking something else, man. Like you talk about dark ambience. Mm-hmm. Uh, this they do it in a way that no one else really maybe has ever done it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like, like if you are, if it's like a rainy night and you're home alone in a house, uh, yeah, don't listen to this record. Light some candles, turn the lights <laughs> yeah. off and put no, this on. No, no, no. <laughs> you'll, you'll like, no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Um, 
listen to this around other people uh, and definitely don't take drugs and listen to this record because like, we don't know what will happen. Uh, it's yeah, this album just really needs to uh, get talked about. I think like mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's it's like a, a record that I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know what to say. It, it's a record that really just should be t- enjoyed at least once by everybody. Yep. You have I to hear so it. You have to know about it. I'm not saying you're going to listen to it every day, but it's the fact that they made this album is important and needs to mm-hmm. be, it needs to be on a list. Yep. I agree. This is also on my honorable mentions. It is the record that I keep in my collection. Right. And when people are over and I say, Hey, what do you guys want to listen to? And they say, Oh, I don't really care or they don't have like a genre <laughs> for me. I literally just grab this and put it on just to see how people react. Um, <laughs> you get some weird ones. Uh, I love this album so much. It's on my honorable mentions too. Um, at number 19 this year, I think this record is so, so good. Yeah. Scooby-Doo soundtrack for adults. Thank you, Taylor V. That's exactly <laughs> it. It is absolutely terrifying, but I love this album so much. 100%. All right. Uh, coming in at number 16 on my list, sixth honorable mention, I guess. Uh, Fit for an Autopsy with Oh, What the Future Holds. Mm-hmm. Um, another mm-hmm. record that I was just really sad couldn't break into my top 10 because uh, I spent a lot of time with it early on this year, but it really just kind of fell off for me as other things came out. Um, I think Fit for an Autopsy is breaking into super cool kind of territories with their sound and embracing progressive metal, but still not losing the deathcore and death metal elements either. I think that is just super cool. And Two Towers is one of the coolest songs to come out this year. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting about this record is when it came out, I sort of disregarded it. I don't know what mm-hmm. it was. I thought that this record was well, overrated. It was that huge day and, because we had Shadow of Intent, Under Oath, uh, um, Enterprise Earth the same day too. Like it was just yeah, wild. That's right. That's right. And on the Under Oath record was really good. Enterprise mm-hmm. Earth record was really good as well. Uh, yeah, no, I, I remember thinking to myself, yeah, I don't know. And I don't know if like sometimes, you know, you like you listen to a record the, for the first time and you're just like not in the right headspace or something. Yep. You know, it's like when you see a movie like especially a comedy movie, like you can see a comedy movie and just be in the mood to laugh and think it's the funniest movie ever. And then like, and then like watch it later and be like, what the fuck? This isn't, why did I think this was so funny? And, and you know, your mood can really affect things. Mm -hmm. I went back and listened to this record. I think you mentioned it a few weeks ago and I wondered if it was going to be your, in your top 10. Yep. It was, So I went back and listened to it and I don't know why I had any negative feelings about this record. Mm-hmm. I, I remember thinking the production was like, not that good. I'm like, what the hell am I talking about? Like, yeah. it's obviously like Will Putney is like a producer. Like mm-hmm. it's going to be one of the best every time. And it, and it sounds great. So I don't know what, where my head was at when I like originally said, who knows? Maybe yeah, like, I'm not sure about this. Maybe record. you jammed it in the car or something like that. And the car speakers are like, eh. I don't know, but, but I know because I just listened to it in the car and it was sounded awesome just mm-hmm. like literally two days ago. So I don't know. Um, this is a, my, my next one and my honorable mentions are not in order. And this was one I, I actually almost put in the number 10 slot, Yep. Uh, but I didn't. This is, I think maybe the best hardcore record of the year. I guess I don't really have a straight up hardcore record in my, 
in my top uh, mm-hmm. 10. And this is Counterparts. Good record. Uh, their album, I thought, was really, really, really strong. Um, a band that never misses, really. Um, and has always been been great. Always been solid all the way through. I thought it was cool, you know, that, that Brendan wrote that, that song, um, you know, for his cat. And mm-hmm. kind of put a, like a different spin um, on it. And... But, you know, he's such an interesting guy, right? Like he's yeah. like borderline comedian, um, but also kind of like puts his mental health kind of like out there too. And he's like very, he's very forthcoming with that and what he goes through personally. And for there to be a hardcore song written about, uh, yeah, <laughs> there it is right there in the, uh, in the chat. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Kuma. No, for there to be, you know, a hardcore, you know, a melodic hardcore song written about his cat that passed away mm-hmm. is really like, is really special. Like, yeah, it, for sure. Again, that's something that maybe has never been done before. So good, good for them for doing this. And, um, Hey, blues Brat says number one, another one, number one record of the year. So, yeah, I think it's a great album. Super awesome. Emotional record. Just great. Um, let's get into that number 16 or whatever we're at. 17 for me. Okay. Um, so this one came out really, really recently and it kind of took me by storm. And it was one of those records that you have to debate and say, all right, where the hell am I going to actually put this? Uh, but I've got a thousand below with how oh, finds yeah. you everywhere. Oh yeah. This record is just incredible. And it's been kind of hard to do my album of the year because I want to just listen to this record right now. Um, um I know it's awesome. Uh, uh, you know what? Um, I'm just going to copy paste. It's my next one. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's my next one too. And you know what? It's really, this was one that I, I, again, with counterparts, I debated putting it like as like maybe number 10. Yeah. Because it's, it's like all this shit is close, you know, mm-hmm. and it can go either way. Like if you're, if you're breaking into the top 20 out of 800 records we listen to, yeah, it's going to be pretty damn good. Uh, but yeah, like, the recency bias, you don't want you don't want it to to get you. You know, you don't want to like mm-hmm. be really hype on an album because it came out like two weeks ago and put it in, and then realize you kind of like maybe made a mistake. Yep. But then also, you don't want it to like it to not get the the nomination mm-hmm. just because it happened to come out at the end of the year. Yep, so I agree. Yeah, it's tough, but no, I I think this is one of. Uh, one of the best records uh, of the genre uh, of the year. I mean, it's really, sure. really solid. Like we talked about it in depth the other week because we both just had nothing but glowing things to say about it. And again, a band that like is mm-hmm. fucking underrated. This yeah. band should be bigger. Listen to this band. I agree. Just super awesome band. Yeah. yeah. Um, since we kind of doubled up, I'll just go into my next one. Uh, we yeah, kind of already talked ahead. about it, but uh, Grey Heaven, The Bright and Beautiful World. Uh, just absolutely awesome record, right? I think we kind of talked ad nauseum about it and it's great. Just go listen to it. It's go listen to it. Yeah. I mean, just the genre mixing, Mm -hmm. the lyrics, the, the, the expression, um, again, like this record in the Callous Dowboys record, two of my favorites Yep, and they do a similar kind of thing where they're like, they're obviously heavy records, uh, but they, they just, they can live in such a different diverse space and you never know what's going to happen next, mm-hmm. what the next part's going to be, what the next song's going to be. 
And uh, I'm really glad you have Greyhaven. Uh, my number one, my number one of the year and Mike's number 18. <laughs> yep. But hey, uh, it's all good. Oh, yeah. It's all good. What do you got next? Uh, oh, I'm going next? Yeah. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. Uh, my next record is... Oh, yeah, this is a fun one. Uh, this is a record that uh, is a radical change for a band that no one was really expecting, but I think a lot of people really enjoyed. And this is mm-hmm. the new album, Dr. Album by No Trigger. I knew it was going to be on here. Uh, yeah, of course it's on here. Um, but before I tell you about the album, I'm going to spill the beans on something that their singer Tom did. So I had him on my podcast and you know, he was, he was really like just, just such a gracious guy, such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. So he said to me after we did the, the podcast and, and just to be clear, the album is like completely about drugs. Like they said they, they wrote it all like totally wrote it. Like just, they were on drugs the whole time. It's the Sergeant Peppers of punk rock. Like, and it kind of is like, it's a yeah. weird record, uh, but though. really cool. Really cool. Right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> pray to the acid Lord. Yes. Acid Lord is <laughs> their self, um, is what they call themselves. Now, um, do I have it here? Uh, it's around. So he sent me a care package, uh, which was really nice in the mail with like a shirt and a poster and a CD mm-hmm. and then an envelope that said, uh, don't throw this away. It has acid in it. <laughs> and he fucking mailed me acid in the mail. Crazy bastard. Uh, sent me acid in the mail. Like, yeah, um, that's crazy over international borders. Mm-hmm. Probably not a great idea. The kicker is that uh, I, I think I have the, I still have it. I don't know where the box went. It's sitting around somewhere. It's sitting around. Yeah, there's just drugs sitting around. It's my parents' house too, by the way. That's why I'm in a weird dark corner with a shitty <laughs> webcam. Um, you know, it's Christmas, so I'm here. But uh, where did it go? Maybe they didn't want to keep it around. With like, I told my, I mean, I told my parents about it. But no, st- straight up. Um, the, yeah, he sent me. He sent me acid. But the funniest part was mm-hmm. the envelope that says this. This envelope contains acid. Don't throw it away. Had his name on it. <laughs> Dude, like his biz, It was like a business envelope mm-hmm. that he got from work with his like name and title. So yeah, that guy's crazy. That guy's completely out of his mind. But uh, the No Trigger record is awesome. It's like political in a cool way, like socially, mm-hmm. like political and like socially, like self aware and progressive and. I absolutely love, um, absolutely love it. I'm not going to take acid and listen to Bluto's Nord. I'm not going to do that. No, well, I'm not. Since you brought it up, we're right here. This is my number 19 album of the year. Uh, Disharmonium, Undreamable Abyss by Bluto's Nord. Uh, oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. Next honorable mention. Perfect. Um, but Perfect. Yeah, we kind of talked about this. I think this record's phenomenal. It is just, it's so cool as a concept and I just absolutely love it. And I've like dug more into the band's back catalog because I had known about them, but never really enjoyed them. And this band's just always been this amazing. I think this record's dope. Um, just listen to it once all the way through. Like it's going to be way too heavy for a lot of people, but like it deserves its day in the sun. I think it is just an incredible resounding success for what they're trying to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's a scary one. Mm-hmm. It's a scary one. All right, my next record. Um, so 
inevitably what happens right throughout um throughout the year is you don't you don't hear everything like right when it comes out mm-hmm. you know and there are albums that kind of the hype the hype kind of spreads and you start hearing about these albums like after the fact and this is an album I think I only heard about like maybe two months ago or something. I'm not even sure when it came out, uh, but the hype is real. It's it was reminded of me. It was reminded to me because it's on so many top ten lists, mm-hmm. and I think it's deservingly so. So I didn't want to put it in my top ten because well, I didn't think it was quite there. But I think it's a really important record, and this is the new album from Soul Glow. Um. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to this record, Mike. I didn't. It is it is like a... Not Soul Goo. Soul Glow. Stop auto-correcting me. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's one of the coolest punk records, um, you know, with a frontman, a black frontman who is really, like, taken to the man. Like, this is awesome. Like, what he's doing, what he's saying... Um, it's real, it's honest, it's in your face. It also has some of the coolest riffs and coolest like changes of, of parts and vibe mm-hmm. throughout this thing. And it's abrasive. Yeah. Like when you think of punk rock, it should be abrasive. It should be hard to listen to. It should be something that like, if you get in your car, the car with your parents and you put it on, mm-hmm. they should be like, fuck this shit. Yeah. Like turn it off. That's what punk rock should. And it has a really cool uh, vibe like that. So oh, yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think, I think people should check this record out if they've missed it. Yeah. I just, saved it, you're going to, I've never you're going to see it on, you're going to see it on a lot of lists um, because it's, it's turning a lot of heads, uh, you know, rightfully so. Um, so yeah, the, the album uh, has kind of a weird name. One second. It's called, uh, I just had it pulled up. It's, um, it's called uh, diaspora, diaspora, problems. diaspora problems. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's a banging record. It it, it kind of has like this. It's almost like this. If if Rage Against the Machine came out in like 1982, mm-hmm. uh, vibe. You know, like it's it's Dope. it's cool. It's very punk and um, dirty, and I, I love everything about it. So, wanted to put a little bit of uh, light on that band. Yeah, I'll listen to it tomorrow. Stoked. Cool. Um, my last honorable mention. Number 20 on my list uh, is Rouge Carpet Disaster by Static Dress. I think that this was the best emo revival record of the year. I think it's an absolute success. I saw these guys on the tour with Loathe and they're brilliant. They made me feel like it was 2010 again. And I was seeing bands like Under Oath and Silverstein and Chiodos for the first time. Like there's just an infectious energy what they've got going on and this album is just amazing it is amazing band is amazing uh again cannot wait to see what they do next you know mm-hmm. i think this like this record's putting them on the map the next one's going to put them over the top um it's kind of funny like when you have these bands that are trying they're, they're doing the throwback emo thing yep and it's really i find it's really hard to figure out probably like for them what to do production wise mm-hmm. right because like you want to have some of those tones from that era but some of those tones are kind of bad yeah so it's like it's like you kind of have to like pick your battles a little bit because you don't yep. want to go full 2003 production but you also like mm-hmm. 
need to to be what for it to be what it is exactly and that's like a really interesting thing that like somebody like see space cowboys another band that like mm-hmm. they're they're great they're really wrestling with that right because yep. their records are like really chaotic or um uh wrist meets razor that's another band mm-hmm. doing that thing if i die first uh yeah but wrist meets razor specifically like that production is like it sounds like it could have come out in 04 yeah which is what they're going for it's really cool for me i lived through it <laughs> i'm like happy to keep it in the past yeah so you know it's it's an interesting thing but um but i love static dress and i agree i think they're a, a, a amazing band for sure absolutely amazing band um what do i have here oh okay um I have, oh, I have my joke, uh, my joke last honorable mention. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have said it's a joke, but I do want to point out, you know, maybe it's not even a joke. I'd like to point out that a band that's been around since 1965 put out a new album this year called Rock Believer. Hell yeah. And that's the Scorpions, baby. Hell yeah. Like 1965, they started, okay? And they are still putting out new records. Yeah, even they're, they're playing. They're playing arenas in Germany, and they're playing sheds in America. Like they're huge, mm-hmm. and they're still making new music. So a shout out to them. Um, absolutely, like absolutely amazing that the band is still together, and I, you love to see it. But my last normal mention: the record's not horrible. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's yeah, it's okay. I like it. <laughs> uh, Rock believers, hilarious fucking title for an album. Oh, it is. But my last normal mention, and I'm surprised it's not on your list. I want to know what number it is, is the record from Buried Alive. Uh, yeah. Uh, shocked that it's on your list. This yep. band does incredible things. Um, I don't know if you felt like this record was a little bit of an underwhelming record for you mm-hmm. based on some of the other stuff that they have done. Because I know you love this band. You fuck with it so hard. I think for me, it maybe grew on me a little bit over time. Yeah. But you cannot deny what this band is doing is like super interesting and super, uh, super impressive. And um, I love it. Yeah, I absolutely love Buried Alive. I do think that this record was like a little underwhelming compared to their past work. Um, I think I didn't like it as much with the single rollout because I basically heard this record in singles for so long. Right. And that kind of took away a bit of the magic for me. I do think there's some songs that I really, really like on this record, but there's some that I just felt just feel like every other Buried Alive song. Whereas like with the Mixed Grape, they kind of like moved forward and progressed. But this just sounds a lot like Mixed Grape too, in ways. Right. Um, I think it is a really good record. It's sitting at number 61 on my list okay. with an 87 out of 100. Like I still really love this record, but I just think that as compared to the mix grape where that record was just really pushing forward sonically and just making amazing progress for music. Uh, this one just didn't really step in a direction otherwise. Um, and so it just kind of felt like a little short when everybody else is moving forward around you. Right. Yeah, man, I totally can get that. Um, I don't know. I think the guitar player is like just on a fucking another planet. Like, yeah, he's so good. just, he does some of the coolest shit. Um, so yeah, really into it. I really like it. And, um, yeah, everybody. So these are our top 10 albums and our top 10 mm-hmm. honorable mentions of the year right here on the screen. If you're on Twitch. And of course we will post our lists up 
so you can see them. Uh, and yeah, thanks for everybody that joined us yeah. on the podcast side of things and, uh, and on the um, Twitch end. Oh, this is not the end. I, I want to see what people think of our list and what some people think we forgot. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get into that uh, if the Twitch people will let us know. But first, some fun stats. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, so I've been keeping track of my album of the year like this since 2016. So I have a lot of data. Um, this year, three of these bands have been in top 10 lists of mine before with, uh, what do you call it? Um, Devil Wars Prada, Bad Omens, and We Came As Romans. Uh, two of them moved up spots from where they previously were, and one of them dropped. Um, this is the first time that I've had two releases in my top 10 that came out on the same day. Oh, cool. With We Came As Romans and Lorna Shore. Uh, one previous album of the year winner is on this list with We Came As Romans. Seven previous album of the year top 10 recipients who released albums this year didn't make the cut. Interesting. So we talked about Buried Alive already. Um, Dance Gavin Dance, Stan Atlantic, Shadow of Intent, Architects, Fit for a King, and Ocean's 8 Alaska. Um, which is kind of funny because the seven or there's seven bands that haven't been on my top 10. Right? Like seven, seven. Right. Pretty cool. Um, that is interesting. And you know, what do you think that is? Is is that that the records were just underwhelming for you? Yeah. Is it that you, um, I don't know, that you like the bands, like your styles have progressed or changed? Like a little yeah. bit of both? I think it's a little bit of both, right? Like um, these bands that I'm looking at, like Fit for a King, like they haven't really progressed super far. Um, they're, they're still making amazing music. Don't get me wrong. I love the new record, but it's very... It's in the same spot as 2016 when they were on the top 10 the last time. So, um, Architects, same thing. I just didn't really vibe yep. with this record as much. Um, Ocean's yep. 8 Alaska, really close. Oh, it was right? really close. I mean, that, yeah. that almost counts. I mean, mm -hmm. like, you got to remember, like, we're, we're talking about so many hundreds of albums yep. that, like, if you're number, like, you could be number nine one year and number, I don't know, 22 another year. And, like, mm -hmm. that's still really good, you know? Yeah. Like... So yeah, pretty yep. crazy. Um, Stan Atlantic, like I just think Pink Elephant was a magical record, and me too. this one like just didn't have that same click for well, me. Well, yeah, fuck everything and run. Uh, I, I I've I've been seeing it on lists. Yeah, it's a good but, record. People are people are talking about that record, and it made me want to explore it again mm -hmm. because I remember feeling like it was a, a pretty like underwhelming. A, well, no, a. a pretty big step back from pink elephant i love and i get yeah, i love I pink so elephant too. so i don't know but but maybe i need to listen to it again uh dave's bringing up here are you done your stats oh Can no we i'm talk not about done. um oh, please please continue yeah so there's four countries in my list uh we've got usa sweden australia and france which is oddly the fewest amount of countries i've had since i've done it um yeah, this wow. is the shortest top 10 i've ever had clocking in at seven hours and 15 minutes <laughs> which is weird. Um, there's no debut <laughs> records in the top 10. On average, it's a band's four-point second release. Wow, that's a lot. Yep. Uh, and there's 16 features in the top 10, which is the most I've ever had as well. Wow, okay. Yeah. That's cool. I, I need to do my own stats. I love stats. I don't have any cool stats. Hmm, interesting. I'm just looking at the countries where all the bands I uh, have are from and... Mm -hmm. Are they all American except for Muse? Yeah, I think so. A I don't know. It was Asteroid American? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So yeah, that's pretty crazy. Is Wilhelm Scream American? Yeah, they are. They're from like Boston. Yeah, they're from they're from yeah. um, Mass- Massachusetts. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. You had four, and that's the least, and yeah. I have two. Wow. Crazy. I don't know. I don't know if that means anything, but who knows? Very interesting. Um. Yeah. Uh. People are talking. People are talking. Um. People Dave talking. was talking about Cold Night for Alligators. That was a record that you really liked, Mike. Yeah, um, I really like that record. I think it's great. I think that we've been absolutely blessed with the amount of amazing prog records that we've had this year. And when you're standing in a wave with a bunch of everything else, it's like it's easy to get washed away. Um, I really like this record still. It's pretty great. Um, I forget where it ended up. Let me look real quick. It's my number 70. So still an amazing record, right? Okay. Like, love it. For sure. Uh, all right, people. So what do you think? Give us the hot takes. Give us, what did we forget? Um, all right. Somebody's asking where Ailstorm is. Uh, well, do you have it? Uh, Ailstorm's number 40 on my record. I still love that record so much. Wow. Yeah, I love, I love Ailstorm. I mean, they're, they're terrific. But yeah, tell us what we missed. Um, I, uh, people were talking about Under Oath. Um, I think Under Oath, the Under Oath record was a good record. Oh, are we going to close out the episode? Um, you want to close out the episode and then we'll, uh, yeah, we'll do some Twitch exclusive stuff. We'll st- stick around on Twitch. Yeah. I, I forgot. It's been so long. Okay. Yeah, we're yeah, all right. So here you go. You're going to need to, uh, if you want to hear about under oath, you're going to need to watch this later on, uh, on Patreon or whatever. But, um, everybody, thank you for listening on the podcast side. I know it's a little chaotic mm-hmm. when we record on Twitch, but, um, come live next time. Uh, in fact, come live next week because we're doing this again. EP. Uh, we, are we doing it on the... What day are we doing this one? Uh, it's, do we decide? I don't know. We haven't talked about it yet. Um, do we want to try to do Wednesday? Let me look at my calendar real quick. Or do you want to do... Uh, the 30th is, 30th is a little nuts for me. That's a week today. Yeah, we can do Wednesday. Let's do Wednesday. We're going to do Wednesday. We'll get it done. Uh, December 28th. And we're going to be doing EPs and other weird categories, which uh, we will have. We haven't picked yet. We haven't picked. No, we haven't really planned it at all. We'll pick those after this on Twitch with the Twitch users. What do they want to hear? Yes, that's right. No, I I actually still have in the whatever app, Mm -hmm. the things we had. We had most disappointing album, best album art, best collab, best comeback, video of the year, song of the year, artist of the year. Biggest news of the year, most anticipated album of the next year. Yeah. So those were the categories we had last year. Those were pretty good ones. Yeah, I like those. Maybe some new ones. And um, we'll be talking about EPs and more. So mm-hmm. everybody uh, come back on Wednesday, December 28th. That's soon. And uh, make sure that you are ready for more fun on twitch.tv slash Shane Told. Okay? Hell yeah. All right. We're going to go. Bye. Bye. Bye.